98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Man, does this smell good. Wolfen down your lunch. Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. Hey, boys. Lunchtime on a Friday, and Aaron Maloney is here to bring us the top stories with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Aaron? So the Arizona Cardinals continue their game prep for the Rams on Monday Night Football. So how can they bring their road mentality home? Here's Byron Murphy. Uh, that's yeah. That's another big thing we uh, we brought up in the team meeting. Uh, obviously, our record at home isn't where we want it to be, like our away record is. But as I as I see it this week, we just got to make sure, like I said, every single day come out here and compete. And then I think Sunday, well Monday comes. I think since we're home, we're just gonna you know that momentum is gonna carry over. We come out here every single day and just go even harder. Just you know, just know like we're playing home. It's like another thing that we got to come out here and actually do is actually go home and play good. What do you think the Cardinals need to do to bring that road energy home? Well, first of all, let me say that you've got to say there is a problem. First and foremost, you have to do that. And I think they have. They have identified it. And then, of course, you have to talk about it. You have to vet it. You, you, you have to emphasize it. The only way you're going to do anything about it come Monday night is be intentional about overcoming playing at home and how badly you've played at home. That's the only way you're going to have a chance to do that is be intentional. And I'm hoping that's what they're going to talk about before they actually get into the tunnel and come out of the tunnel. That's what they're feeling. And that's what they're talking about. Being intentional, being intense from the very get go. You got to prepare your mind and prepare your soul to play the game the correct way. Every guy's got to do it. I think they got to start fast. That's been sort of a trademark of theirs on the road this season, and that sort of sets the tone for a team like L.A. who's going to come in desperate. L.A. doesn't have to manufacture any desperation in this game because their chance at winning the division, and it's a division everybody kind of thought they were going to win, is on the line. If, they, if L.A. loses on Monday night, they know they're probably not catching the Cardinals. So they're going to have the desperation. You have to match it right out of the gate. I just want to say this quickly right here, because if you're waiting for the game to actually figure it out you're done it's not gonna work that's why i'm saying right now you've got to be intentional about it right now they got to be talking to each other about it right now is they're preparing to play on monday night so by the time you get into the tunnel you're ready to go so the cardinals are 10 and 2 and their head coach and quarterback continue to get mentioned in the coach of the year and mvp conversation Our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it is asking, guys, which end-of-the-season award do you think is more likely for a Cardinal to receive? Cliff Kingsbury to win NFL Coach of the Year or Kyler Murray wins NFL MVP? (laughs) That's another tough one. That's a good one right there. Um, You know, I would say Cliff because Kyler's missed a few games, and you know there's going to be voters that point to that, but I don't know that he's going to win an award over Bill Belichick. Cliff missed some games, too. That's true. That's that's good points. (laughs) I'm not even sure he watched some of those games yet. with a ringer. Um, I'm going to say Kyler Murray. Are you? I'm going to say Kyler Murray right now. I think he's got a much better chance of winning the MVP, and the reason being is because if the Arizona Cardinals do, if they go ahead and they run the table, and Kyler Murray plays well. Somehow, some way, he's part of a lot of the touchdowns, like he was up in the Chicago Bears, up at Soldier Field, 
four touchdowns, and he was involved in all four of those touchdowns, even though he only threw for 123 yards. Oh, yeah, man. If he plays well and they win out, Kyler Murray's winning the MVP. I'll go with Kyler because it, it, we're already seeing Cliff isn't even the odds-on favorite, and I don't know that he can do a much better job than he's done so far, but, and Belichick's the, the, the favorite at this point. So if as long as Kyler has a big game on Monday and Christmas Day, I think he's got a good shot. So 73% say Cliff wins NFL Coach of the Year. Mm. 27% say Kyler wow. wins NFL MVP. Mm. We don't have time for your comments. The Phoenix Suns. We'll be back out on the court tonight after getting a couple days off as they gear up to host the Celtics at 8 o'clock, which can be heard on 98.7 FM. So how was it getting back on the court after those couple days off? Here's Chris Paul. Man, it's great. It's great. Um, we always talk about it, man. We're together more than we with our own families. You know what I mean? So um, when you get back together after a couple days like that, like I still seen some of the guys the other day. Kale came over my house yesterday. We still see each other, you know, but it's good. It's good for a team like us to, to get that and then get back in here and get ready for tomorrow. Now, if you could make that out without the bouncing basketballs in the background, how special is this team? The fact that they missed each other after having a couple days off and the fact that Mikel and Chris Paul are hanging out on their off day. I, I know I know it sounds corny, but I really do think that that is at the, the, the foundation of why this team is so good. Now, if they were just a bunch of guys that liked each other and weren't good at basketball, then it wouldn't matter. <laughs> but we've seen talented teams in the past that just don't really like each other that much. And you can still have success. You can still put it aside when you're out there. But I think the fact that the Suns, these players, we saw it last year, they genuinely do like each other, and they all looked up to Monty Williams. I think that really helps them pull off an 18-game winning streak in November, just a few months after you were in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said right there, Luke. Honestly, it's do your job. Go out and do your job. But I will tell you right now, when... When you do like your teammate, oh my goodness, it becomes so much better. It does become so much better. You don't have to like your teammate to go out and do your job. You don't. You don't have to like them. I can't tell you how many guys I lined up next to that I didn't like. And they didn't like me. Right? Um, yet, you don't have to do that, man. If, it, if, if you do like that guy, it makes your job ten times easier. Some college football news. Zach Hill is reportedly expected back as ASU's offensive coordinator, while the Oregon Ducks are making a push to bring back Chip Kelly as the school's head football coach. Wow. Your reaction to that? My reaction on, on Chip is I, I want to know what your reaction on Chip is. Do you want him back? Yes, 150%. I would love to have Chip back. In fact, when they hired Mario Cristobal, I was looking at Flight Tracker to see any kind of private flights flying from Eugene somewhere else to bring Chip back. We all want Chip back. Let that be a lesson that if you're flying somewhere, Maloney can track it. Just know that. Yeah. Especially if you're associated with Oregon football. Uh, I think that would be interesting. If they brought, if they got Chip Kelly back, I think Oregon and USC would be pretty much the, the dominant favorites every season in the North and South in the Pac-12. They might be anyway. Um, as far as ASU, maybe we'll get into this more later on in the show. The uh, 
It's early on Zach Hill. I get that. He's yeah. really only had a season and a half. But if you're a Sun Devil fan, you're looking at this and saying, nothing is changing going into next year. And maybe they beat Wisconsin and they go 9-4 and four and maybe nothing needs to change, I guess. But Jaden Daniels didn't look like Jaden Daniels at all this year, and that's concerning. You know, it's amazing. I'm going to start with ASU. This is a surprise to me. I thought either Zach Hill would be on his way or Jaden Daniels would be leaving. I, I didn't think they both would be coming back. That that was a pairing that seemed to be oil and water to me for the most part. All the way back to 2019, again, I, I realized they had the pandemic year, and then 2021, we know how bad that was for Jaden, but I thought one or the other would be gone, or maybe both. I just didn't see both coming back. Interesting. All right, that's Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Thank you, Aaron. As always, win VIP tickets to FanDuel Fan Fest happening this Saturday at Westworld of Scottsdale. Head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com for complete details and your chance to win. Coming up, we just kind of touched on it. The Cardinals have been a lot better on the road this season. How big of a deal is that? And if it is a big deal, how do they get that road momentum going at State Farm Stadium on Monday? That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Football Friday with Wolf and Luke. Let's go! Presented by 72 Sold, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, Cardinals at home on Monday night. Pearl Jam playing, so Wolf is. I I just Wolf is yeah okay. Don't all right. Don't get distracted right now. Please. Well now now I am distracted. No 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 oh, no. Hold on. No uh, no we're not going there. We're, as a matter of fact, what were you we going to say before the arms were raised in a B? Why just where where would you put that song roughly uh, <laughs> among Pearl Jam songs? Okay, I'm going to put it um, top five. Really? I'm okay. going to put it top five. You don't like it. I don't dislike it. I just like the a subject lot of matter, their... Obviously, you don't no, like that. You know what, what I think it saying? is? I just think it's the most played Pearl Jam song. Oh, I see. And it is kind of a slower Pearl Jam song. I like the faster song. Yeah. Like all of Versus, I would put ahead of it. I love the, the videos. Very interesting. That's good. It? I mean, it's Eddie Vedder. Especially your Vedder's climbing along the ceiling. The guy when he was doing that. That was okay. That every concert, he had to climb everywhere. Way back. Way back into Seattle. Yeah, well, it's not, not a bad song. I just compared to other Pearl Jam. I like some of the other songs better. All right, Cardinals at home against the Rams. And the uh, the road mentality, bringing that home, has been a topic on this show and our other shows certainly throughout this week. It's been a topic out at the Cardinals training facility, and the question was asked to Kyler Murray, okay, how are you going to do this now? What you've done on the road, the reason it keeps getting brought up, Wolf, is if they play the way they play on the road consistently everywhere, they are the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. Their only vulnerabilities have really shown up at home. So Kyler Murray was asked about it. Yeah, um, that's something, you know, I think that has to be, you know, uh, different than it has been. But, you know, you look at our record on the field on the road, 3-2 and two at home. Uh, our closer games have been at home. Um, start slow at home. Um, you know, there's a lot of things we talk about at home that we don't do on the road. So uh, I think, we, like you said, we got to um, somehow bring that type of energy. Um, and it's got to be different because what we've, what we've been doing hasn't uh, hasn't been hasn't been working. Have you ever heard the saying "You don't tug on Superman's cape"? Have you ever heard that, Luke? No. Okay. <laughs> 
Of course you have. I mean, I'm I sorry. Mean, you're being yeah, facetious. Yes and yes. Yeah, yes. I think it maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Okay. You, you don't. You don't pull the mask off the lone run of the Lone Ranger. Okay. Right. And you don't mess around with Jim. By the way, did you hear that one? No. Okay. okay. It was a. Let me write all a, these down. I went down with a a song lyric right there yeah. at the end. But let me just say this: you don't tug on Superman's cape, and the reason being is because he's got superpowers. He's Superman. And now all of a sudden you get a tug on his cape. You're going to get him agitated. And suddenly he's got these superpowers. That's the meaning of that. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Right? Well, listen, it's, it's one of the reasons why the Arizona Cardinals are so much better on the road. is because when they go on the road, they've got incredible talent. Just like they do when they play home, but when they go on the road, you're tugging Superman's cape, metaphorically speaking. Okay. That's what you're doing. And that's why they play so much better on the road. So what do they have to do? They they this game, they have to realize what is at stake in this game. What is at stake right now? They have to tug on their own cape, so to speak and get themselves up, ready to come out of that tunnel and ball. Is there any concern that you don't want to make too big of a deal out of it as a team? Because well, I think, I think Kyler Murray probably tried to downplay it a little bit, yeah. and I think maybe that is for other people. <laughs> I really do. Kyler, I think Kyler can deal. I don't think Kyler is wowed by big games. I don't. But you just mean collectively as a team. I think collectively as a team, he might want to actually quiet it down for everybody else. Because some of the stuff he rattled off there real quickly, like the slow starts, and that, I mean, that, that, it's, it, that is a true thing. That is yeah. a real thing. And again, you don't have a lot of games left, and coming up here soon, you're going to be in the playoffs, and you're going to be playing at home in at least one of those games. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think each player has got a tug on his own cape, basically, again. And it speaks to the talent the Arizona Cardinals have. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't get to be 10-2 and in the National Football League unless you have talent. I mean hardcore talent on that team. Right now, regardless of what they do in the future, regardless of how far they go into the playoffs or if they get to the Super Bowl, regardless of, of all of that, Right now at 10-2, and I'm telling you, you've got a talented team, a hyper-talented team, and the Arizona Cardinals do. Look at the names. Watch them play on tape. The talent is obvious right there. Now, all of a sudden, it's, it's about are you ready to play, whether you're home, whether you're on the road, no matter who you're playing, how big the game is, can you get yourself consistently ready to play? And this is on the players. Don't don't talk to me about Cliff Kingsbury. This is on the players and the guys inside that locker room. The culture created by the players inside the, that locker room to get themselves ready to ball out at home with a little desperation. Tug on your own cape. The if they can figure this out, it doesn't. Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world that they still have something they're working on. At this point in the season. And the only reason I say that, well, look, if they can't figure it out, that's a problem because they're going to be playing home playoff games. And if they can't figure it out, they're going to be playing one home playoff game. But Tampa Bay last year wins the Super Bowl, right? They were 7-5 yeah. and five at this point. Like yeah. the, the 2020 Buccaneers who won the Super Bowl would be tied for 10th in the NFL right now. 
And the only reason I bring that up is not, okay, you'd be better off to be the Chargers or the Bengals or the Bills. Those are your 7-5 and five teams right now. But I'm just saying at 10-2, and two, I think it's good that the Cardinals, A, still have stuff to play for. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and lock up the division as quickly as you can. But Green Bay, Tampa Bay, you want to stay ahead of those teams. But B, and maybe even more importantly, they still have very obvious areas they can improve. They can improve against the run defensively, and they can improve at home, and that's yeah. a whole team thing. So if they're able to do that, and they've got a few home games now coming up, what is it, the Rams, Colts, and Seahawks, to work this out, you know, I think the Colts are a good team. You should be mm-hmm. able to hammer the Seahawks, and we've already seen you beat the Rams this year. If you can fine-tune that that problem and make it not a problem, that gives you something very important to work on and improve on as we hit mid-December and early January. Yeah, the the leaders inside this locker room for the Arizona Cardinals, they've got to model what it looks like to metaphorically tug on Superman's cape. They've got to do that for everybody. They have to prepare their mind to go out there and play with the kind of intensity they do on the road. And the only way you can do it is acknowledge it first, and then, of course, talk about it. Talk about it and let people know, we're not going to buy this anymore. We're not going to take this anymore. We're not going to expect this anymore. You better be ready to ball out. And if you're not ready to ball out from the very very first snap, get off the field right now. Let us know, please. You you need leaders inside that locker room that are going to be enunciating all of this, that are going to be proclaiming all of this and talking about this. Otherwise... You're leaving it up to chance. Why would you do that? Have you subscribed to the Wolf and Luke podcast yet? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. You'll never miss any of the show. It's the Wolf and Luke podcast brought to you this week by Manscaped.com. Right now, get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com with code AZSports. Coming up, we'll be joined by Suns TV broadcaster for Bally Sports, Kevin Ray. It is game day with K-Ray, Suns Celtics tonight. And that's coming up next. It's the Wolf and Luke show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Code Red. All right, we've got our next Code Red qualifier, Cardinals fans, and that qualifier is Adam Hutchinson of Phoenix. So, Adam, you have 10 minutes to call 602-260-9870 to get your tickets to see Cardinals-Rams on Monday. If Adam doesn't call within 10 minutes, we're going to open those phone lines to somebody else and you can have Adam's tickets. But Adam gets 10 minutes here to figure this out. If you didn't hear your name, you can still win by texting RED to 620-620 and listen for your name at 430 today. Once again, Adam Hutchinson from Phoenix, 10 minutes to call 602-260-9870 and get your tickets. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Catching in from the corner. Wolf and Luke brings the boom and catching bodies on his way to the rack. Sons, game day with K Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. All right, Kevin Ray of Bally Sports joining us on the 72 Sold Sports Line. We finally got a game day here, Wolf. Suns Celtics tonight from Footprint Center. K Ray, what's going on? I mean, it feels like it's been a week and a half since we've played, right? <laughs> it does. <laughs> How you doing, I'm Kay? I'm not complaining, though. I'm not complaining. <laughs> you doing well, big guy? I'm doing all right, brother. All I'm right, doing all man. right. Uh, 
Hey, listen, tell me what I need to know about tonight's game. What is the first thing I need to know about tonight's game? Well, I, I think the first thing we all need to know and will want to know is, uh, is you heard Mitch mention a few minutes, minutes ago, you know, about DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. uh, non-COVID illness. And the question becomes, you know, will, will DA play? And if so, how effective – can he become? And, and if he doesn't, uh, you know, this, this team's depth has already been tested and we would figure that this would be, will be the biggest test if DA is unable to go considering the other guys that we know won't be on the floor. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. K. Ray, what, uh, why is Boston just kind of a 500 team with the talent that that team has with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and some of those other pieces? Yeah, it's, it's a really good question, Luke. I, you know, I think some of it has to do with um, maybe some old habits. You know, Brad Stevens uh, left. He went up to the front office, and Ime Udoka has, has taken over. So you've got uh, a new voice in the locker room, new system. And, you know, look, I think there's probably some old habits with some of those guys that uh, that are holdovers from – the Stevens and Ains constructed roster. And, and I'm not saying that in a, in a bad way, but, uh, you know, you know this, Wolf. I mean, when, when you play for a certain coach for a number of years, there are just habits kind of ingrained in you. So mm-hmm. I do think it's going to take a while to kind of flush that out. Uh, Jason Tatum looks like he's starting to kind of get back into form, but he's still not shooting the ball particularly well. He's scoring it, you know, at a high rate, but not shooting a high percentage. Um, and it's a Celtics team that, you know, they're there for a while when they were a, an Eastern Conference contender, they were always at the top defensively. And uh, they, they had a recent run where their defense was better, but uh, it's fallen off here on this road trip. And, of course, you're missing Jalen Brown, too. So um, a, a lot of, you know, no one thing, but there, there's no denying that this team should be better than what their record is. Okay, Ray, you know – it doesn't sound like Devin Booker is coming back anytime soon. Are are you concerned about that at all? You know, I really am not. Just based on um, you know what what I know of the injury, I just think that they are really wolf taking a long view of this. Yeah. And when you consider the number of games that, that Book played um, just with the Suns, then you throw in the Olympics, the travel. And, you know, knowing where this team wants to be again in May and June. And, you know, this is a hamstring issue. Uh, Books had a few of them. Yeah. So you don't want this to turn into something that becomes a real nagging and chronic problem throughout the entire course of the season. And so, you know, getting the rest now, get him right, and feel much better about yourself moving forward because now that we've had these, you know, these days off, um, once we get through tonight, next week, it's going to start stacking up pretty quickly again. Yep. Yeah, K-Ray, with that in mind, what did you think of Monty Williams giving the guys a couple days off to kind of get away from the game? And then also Chris Paul saying, yeah, but we just kind of got together anyway outside of the court. <laughs> well, first off, yeah, I, I think a, a great move on Monty's part. You know, he's got such a great staff around him, and, and they really do a great job of, of just kind of monitoring the wear 
pressure um, on the guys' bodies and, and more than more than anything, just mentally um, and a chance to be home and off your feet. But, yes, it does not surprise me at all that between Chris Paul and Mikhail Bridges, it's like, yeah, but it's been 24 hours since I've seen you, man, so let's get together. <laughs> so, yeah. But it, it, just, it just speaks to the bond that this group has, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, it's interesting because Monty Williams was talking about this team playing with a little bit more pace, playing with more pace. And um, it's interesting. Have you noticed this as well? Because Monty said he was blown away when he looked at some of the numbers that indicate that his team is playing with a little bit more pace. Yeah, I would be right there with Monty. In fact, it was a week and a half, two weeks ago in doing some of the game prep and and looking at it. And I was like, what? Because they were 24th, 26th through much of last season. Right. And, and as of, you know, as of a week ago, we were up in the top five. Um, but, you know, when, when you look at the scoring, it's not like they're scoring, you know, 125 points per game, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just the way they are moving the basketball and getting high percentage shots. Um, you know, kind of no wasted motion, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's where that pace comes from. Uh, we've seen over these last few games without Devin Booker, some guys step up as you would expect to just produce more offensively, and nobody has done it on their own. But like, you know, Cam Johnson's in double figures each of the last four games. That's uh, counting the one Booker went down in. Kerry, I'm just wondering, some of what you see from a guy like Cam Johnson, is, can that carry over when Devin Booker comes back? I think so. Yeah, I think so because, you know, Cam was getting great looks early in the season and it just wasn't going down. And, and in, you know, in, in hearing Cam, he just said, he goes, I, I felt good with every one of those shots. So it wasn't like it was a mechanical issue. It wasn't like Cam wasn't in shape. Um, you know, it was just one of those stretches where the ball wasn't falling for him. So I, I do think that we'll see that just simply because of what Cam was able to produce for this team in the playoffs. And so that's, you know, that's where you have to look at it as, you know, a silver lining despite missing Devin Booker, because now you've had a chance to get two guys, Cam and Landry Shamit, who were struggling, kind of get them, you know, some, some good looks, get them some rhythm and more than anything, building some confidence. So when Devin does come back, uh, this bench is really ready to take off. Do you have a key for tonight's game, K-Ray? Do you have anything that you look at and say, man, you know what, if in fact the Suns can do this, I think it's going to be an excellent indicator as to the Suns winning their 21st game of the season. Yeah, I, I think there, there's always the concern that when you've had, you know, it, it, it's so funny because basketball, more so than any sport, um, and probably like hockey to some degree, but you do get into this rhythm and this timing of playing every, you know, at least every two days. Mm-hmm. And you see that in the playoffs of a team, you know, has an extended period off, maybe a little bit of rust. Um, but I, I think that in combination with the timing, I, I think or really do think there needs to be a level of desperation tonight because you're taking on a Celtics team that has not played well on this road trip. And they are hungry, eager, and desperate for a win. So I think that the Suns are really going to have to come out with, you know, an extraordinary level of force tonight. And whatever little, you know, rust or timing issues they might have, try to get rid of that early. Kevin Ray, Bally Sports, great stuff as always, man. Enjoy the game. You got it, boys. Thank you, buddy.
That's Kevin Ray joining us on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Get your price at 72sold.com. It's great to have game day with K Ray back. Those, the, the, the three days off really threw me K's off. K's like a brother to me, seriously. I go way, way back. With way Kevin. back with K Ray. Oh, my goodness. All the way back. It's like K Ray and Pauly. Those two guys. We've well, right had them there. both on the show. Oh, today, my too. goodness. Yeah. Incredible. Coming up, the Cardinals-Rams have a pretty intriguing quarterback matchup, and uh, some people believe the Rams actually have the better quarterback right now. So we'll get into that next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Code Red. Did you order the Code Red? It's a Code Red at the farm, and we're giving away another pair of Cards-Rams tickets for Monday Night Football. Now. All right, if you're listening and you're not Adam Hutchinson, you're in luck because that means the tickets are up for grab at 602-260-9870. Right now, we will take caller number, what caller, Wolf? Let's go number two. Oh, wow. Okay. Or dua, as we say in the Latin. Caller number two right now at 602-260-9870. If you're caller number two, you're going to the Cardinals-Rams Monday night football game uh, this Monday for first place in the NFC West. And da, 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 da. chance to lock up a playoff spot and hear Wolf sing the Monday night football theme. Yeah, I'm not going to sing that, but you know what? It is Monday night. It still is. It's still got a little juice to it, doesn't it? It still is the most likely game that an NFL player is going to watch. Unless he's on his bye. Well, <laughs> okay. It's uh, Kyler Murray against Matthew Stafford in terms of the quarterback matchup. And this was Dan Orlovsky yesterday. I don't know if you've heard this one yet, Wolf. Okay, talking about the quarterback matchup. I think most people in Arizona are pretty comfortable with Kyler Murray. I think most people in L.A., I don't think that, like, I don't think that they're done with Matthew Stafford, but I don't think they are nearly as comfortable with him right now. And yet, this is Dan, Dan Orlovsky yesterday asked, you know, going into this game, who would you rather have? I'll never turn my back. I'd rather be wrong. Right. But I want the guy that's 13th. 13th. I'll say it again. 13th all-time in yards. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray ain't that. Mm-hmm. I want the guy who's 12th all-time in touchdowns, Matthew Stafford. I want the dude that's fourth right now in fourth-quarter comebacks. Eighth all-time. All-time in the history of the NFL. Kyler Murray's awesome. He's going to be a superstar for a long time, and he's having a nice season. Matthew Stafford's having a better season. He's having a better season. Matthew Stafford, you just said, is second in the league when it comes to That's touchdowns. State. Give he's me Matthew emotional. Stafford. Oh, my goodness, right now. I, I don't just, know where to oh, wow. First of all, Dan Orlovsky played quarterback in the know. NFL, so he Dan should know Orlovsky. this stuff. Again, it doesn't listen. Um, Dan is wrong. <laughs> all right, no, I'm just saying. I love Dan Orlovsky. Well, he's it's wrong on, on, on Okay, but hold on. The stance that Matthew Stafford's having a better year this year I, than yeah, Kyler Murray, that, that's not debatable. He's not having uh, a better year. Listen, Basinonians, right now, um, Kyler Murray, his quarterback rating is 112, and the next guy in line is 106. And everyone else after that is 105.8, 105.3, 100, right? They're all close and bunched up together. Kyler Murray's 112. 112. He, he's got clear distance. His quarterback rating is number one. Think about this. His completion percentage is number one in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. You've got number one quarterback rating, number one completion percentage. Oh, and by the way, number one in yards per attempt. In other words, are you dinking and dunking your way 
to that high completion percentage, or are you actually throwing the ball down the field? Kyler Murray in yards per attempt, number one in the National Football League. That means you're throwing the ball down the field, and you've got the highest completion percentage in the NFL, which adds up to the number one quarterback rating by far and away. And then when you consider his ability to make plays with his legs, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's a it's a weird argument to have to make because it's like saying it's warm out in Phoenix in the summer, and somebody's like, "No, it's not. It's warmer in Alaska." Matthew Stafford, uh, and I'm not trying to trash no, Matthew Stafford. No. But no. if you're going to come into a game and say, well, this guy played longer, so he's better. He's 12th all-time in this. Like, oh, Kyler Murray's been in the league for two and a half seasons. Of course he's not 12th all-time. Cut all-time. him some slack. Uh, <laughs> here, you brought up completion percentage because Kyler Murray is number one. And like you said, it's important to note yards per completion. Yes. So you're not just like Mac Jones is third in completion percentage. Doesn't really throw the ball down the field or in some cases at all. Check it down. But uh, Matthew Stafford this is interesting. You know who his completion percentage is tied with? Who? Jared Goff. Oh, 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 oh. No way so did maybe you that just should be do the that. Debate. I don't you know. did not just do that yes, live on the air. I did. Oh, he's got the same completion percentage? Yes. Okay, there's a lot else that is yeah, different, Yeah, I understand correct? that. Yeah, okay, well, but, but uh, what is the completion percentage? 66.7%. Okay, there you go. 66.7%. I'm not saying Stafford's Kyler golf, 70 but 72.7. 7, also, 72. Kyler Murray's 10-2 <laughs> and, and isn't throwing a pick six <laughs> every mean, week. Yeah, I mean, right. if we want to have the real argument he's, here. Right, he's winning. Um... He's got a higher quarterback rating, and again, that says an awful lot. The quarterback rating and the defensive quarterback rating, there are so many things that are hidden in those. But Kyler Murray, um, I was I was blown away when Paul Calvisi actually revealed to me that he was number one in quarterback rating, that he was number one in completion percentage. And then I told Paul he's number one in yards per attempt. You put all of that together. Oh my goodness, it says so much about the kind of year that Kyler Murray is having. And it's really interesting because older guys, guys like myself, ladies and gentlemen, we've heard the whispers. Dan Orlovsky is this young guy. He apparently has not heard the whispers. The whispers about Matthew Stafford and how he plays in pressure-packed games, big games. And the fact that he has struggled for the most part. Hasn't played in a ton of them to begin with and has struggled in those. Now listen, Kyler Murray is pretty much an open book at this point in time. Uh, Year three, to me, this is just me, and I know Kyler would be like, dude, really? He'd be shaking his head. But year three to me, this is where Kyler really is, Kyler Murray. Year one and year two, we're looking at him. There's no doubt about it. He was growing. He was getting better. No doubt about it. But man, it was all about making plays with his legs and making plays with his arm. That's what it was all about. Yeah. Moving it, running around. Look, everybody. Look at Kyler Murray running the 4-3, running around and throwing the ball. Year three is where he started beating teams with his brain. Year three. Do you know what kind of step that is? What kind of huge step that is going forward as a quarterback to actually be able to beat teams with your brain? And we saw that early on in in season 
when suddenly teams started blitzing Kyler Murray because they were like, okay, we got no other choice here. We're coming after you. We're going to find out just like they did Russell Wilson, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to find out if you can handle this. How do you like this? And guess what Kyler Murray started doing? Throwing touchdown passes down the field like he did to DeAndre Hopkins. Christian Kirk, he started beating teams that blitzed him. So what did they do? Oh, my goodness. We're going to start keeping keep him in the pocket. Whatever you do right now, do not get him out of the pocket. Do not blitz him. You rush and you must rush. You keep him in the pocket. Make him throw the way. And guess what he did? He beat it. He beat both. And that's why right now there is no clear trend as to how you defend Kyler Murray. There isn't. There is a clear trend for how you defend Matthew Stafford. And the thing, like, L.A. could absolutely win that game on Monday. I'm not trying to come exactly, up. Oh, yes, we're in Arizona. Exactly the Cardinals right. are unbeatable. I'm yes. not saying that. But Kyler yes. Murray's not going to get outplayed by Matthew Stafford. He's the better quarterback. And hey. honestly, Wolf, I think if you had Sean McVay right here and he had, like, one of those, like, voice disguise things so nobody knew who it was and you said, hey, right now, would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Kyler Murray? Sean McVay is going to. He's going to say it's going to be Kyler Murray, although now that I think about it, even if you disguise Sean McVay's voice, you would still be able to tell it was him based on how quickly he Exactly. Spoke. Thank you for that right there, honestly. Um, listen, there, there's no doubt about it. Matthew Stafford and the Rams are a very talented team. Could they beat the Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Would it be shocking if they beat him? No. Would it be a surprise if they beat him? No. They've won eight of the last nine games they've played. Um, no, it would not be a shock. But having said that, I don't think that's going to be the case. That's just me. I think Kyler Murray is the better quarterback. And I don't think there is an argument, like you said, about that. I don't think that's an argument. He's the better quarterback. And, and it's not only that. There's the intangible of him being really, really good in big games in his career all the way back to high school. And once again, he's got to do it on the NFL level. But he's done it on every other level. Well, and Stafford's struggling right now. I mean, to the point where Bickley Murata had Jordan Rodriguez of The Athletic on, covers the Rams, obviously. And, you know, they had to ask her, is there any sort of buyer's remorse with Stafford right now? That's how that's how rough it's gone for the last month in L.A. To your question, no, I don't think there's any buyer's remorse at all. Uh, Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, they're, uh, they see each other as peers, and I think that that's ultimately overall something that Sean McVay, that's, that's what he wanted in life and in his quarterback room. I have to say this right here. Um, I wrote this down earlier. One of the questions I have going into this game, Basin Onions, is what is the biggest concern for both teams going into this game? For me, it was the rush defense for the Arizona Cardinals. That was the biggest concern, and it pretty much has been that all season long. For the Rams, I wrote, Matthew Stafford. I mean, all eyes are on Matthew Stafford. If there is a shred of truth to the whispers of Stafford not being cut, not being the the guy cut out to play in pressure pack games, um, we're going to see it. The wheels are going to fall off at some point in time in this game on Monday night. This is going to be such a great game because... When you talk about, we talked about this going into the game against the Bears. You know, how many different ways could the Cardinals win? Oh, there's a lot. There's maybe too many to count. How many different ways could the Bears win? Like one or two. 
with the Rams and Cardinals playing, it's like there's a lot of ways both teams could win. Matthew Stafford could play just a monster game. But if you're telling, if you're asking me who I would rather have as my quarterback right now, I mean, it's Ky- Kyler Murray is not in the conversation with Matthew Stafford. He's in the conversation with the very top two or three quarterbacks in the league right now. Stafford's not there. He hasn't played that way. He just lost every game in the month of November, and he was like the main reason why they were losing those games. He's just not a pressure quarterback guy. That's what I've been told by some people in the industry that I really trust. And if I were a veteran, isn't that right, Chandler Jones? I'd be reminding Matthew Stafford of that. I didn't get to play a clip, but uh, even Keyshawn Johnson picked the Cardinals on Monday night. So that's... <laughs> the wow. List, the listeners can't see the look on your face, but it really says it all. Wow. All right, when we come back, the Suns have a game tonight. They've got great chemistry. They might not have DeAndre Ayton, though. We'll get into all that. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.